Greetings to the brightest audience in the country. Welcome to the Dominic Inyart Show. HB, House Bill 22-1279. What a disaster. On today's show, I'm talking about Colorado, but if you're not listening on the terrestrial radio and you're listening from another state, perhaps on podcast or via kgov.com, keep listening because you can help. And we'll get into that a little bit later in the show, how you can help. So don't hear Colorado this or Colorado that and tune out because you are in Alaska or something. Today is March 8th, 2022, which is International Women's Day. So to all the ladies out there in the audience, happy Women's Day. I hope you have a great day today. I really do. And in honor of in honor of International Women's Day, I thought what better way to celebrate than by uh, than by attacking women's rights. <laughs> no, we're talking about abortion and it's always it's always funny, right? Liberals love to say, "Oh, it's the patriarchy attacking women, trying to keep them oppressed." Ooh, spooky oppression. Ah. And you know, us fellas in the patriarchy you know, every Thursday afternoon, we have our International Illuminati Patriarchy meeting where we talk about how uh, <laughs> how to oppress women. And that, that's definitely what we do. But no, based based on how feminists talk, you think that's what us guys actually do. It's it's hilarious. Anyways, on last week's show, I talked about HB 22-1079, which Christians I, I uh, testified at, I testified at. Uh, which would have fully abolished abortion in Colorado, one of the most radical pro-life, anti-abortion, pro-God bills to be introduced in America. And it was in Colorado, which tragically it lost seven to four, which was, you know, tragic, but it was an improvement compared to what we thought would happen. We thought it was going to lose nine to two, but it, it lost seven to four. So that was encouraging in a roundabout way this week tomorrow actually today is tuesday the 8th so on wednesday the 9th there is a new bill being heard and this is hb 22 1279 not 1079 1279 and i didn't see this until just before showtime but focus on the family published an article titled Colorado lawmakers introduce the most radical abortion bill in the country. So HB 22-1079 was the most radical anti-abortion bill in the country. This may perhaps just be the most radical pro-abortion bill in the country. And it is, frankly, it's sickening. And this bill, essentially what it would do in Colorado. See, the lawmakers are afraid that Roe v. Wade will be overturned. I think they're not too smart for thinking that, but you know, I do I do hope and pray that they're correct. And as we've discussed on this show at length, our garbage pro-life regulation bills that we've spent the past 50 years or so enacting would keep abortion legal nationwide because our very own abortion regulations that we put on abortion as pro-lifers provide countless loopholes to further strengthen and legalize abortion. But putting that aside, liberal lawmakers in Colorado, they don't want to have to rely on loopholes. They're afraid that, you know, Roe v. Wade will be overturned. 
So right now what they're doing is they're preemptively preparing for that by putting forward this bill, which essentially says if Roe is overturned and sent back to the states, abortion will be legal in Colorado. And so we're, we're going to be going through this bill here on the show. We're going to talk about it and then talk about how you, if you are listening to my voice right now, how you can help. And I'll, I'll link to the full, the full bill on today's show summary. But for now, I'm just going to be jumping around in the bill a little bit. To start with the summary, it's about three paragraphs long or so. This bill declares that every individual has a fundamental right to use or refuse contraception. Every pregnant individual, and you notice how they don't say mother, every pregnant individual has a fundamental right to continue the pregnancy and give birth or to have an abortion. And a fertilized egg, embryo, or fetus does not have independent or derivative rights under the laws of the state. The bill prohibits state and local public entities from, one, denying, restricting, interfering, or discriminating against an individual's fundamental right to use or refuse contraception or to continue a pregnancy and give birth or to have an abortion in the regulation or provision of benefits, services, information, or facilities, and two, depriving through prosecution, punishment, or other means an individual of the individual's right to act or refrain from acting during the individual's own pregnancy based on the potential actual or perceived impact of the pregnancy, the pregnancy's outcome, or on the pregnant individual's health. And so notice before we dive into this that it keeps saying pregnant individual, and that is the left they are trying so hard to stop using the word woman because... They don't, I guess they don't know what a woman is, but so I want to, that, that was the description of the bill, the little summary, which disgusting, but I want to get into the bill itself here a little bit. I'm going to jump around. I'm not going to read the entire thing because I don't want to have, you know, a stroke mid mid show. Uh, but so section one the General Assembly finds that A, access to abortion and reproductive health care is currently under attack across the nation. Impending federal court cases, including Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization, United States Supreme Court Docket Number 191392, jeopardize access to legal abortion care for tens of millions of people, particularly those living in the southern and midwestern states. So abortion is under attack, yada, yada, yada. They want to, you know, further codify abortion in Colorado law, not just rely on federal law. B, there are social, moral, and economic benefits when people are able to decide whether and when to have children. Access to family planning allows all Coloradans to pursue personal, educational, financial, and familial goals to help decrease the health and socioeconomic disparities disproportionately faced by people of color and people with low incomes. So, first of all, you know, they say family planning. I have never heard of an abortion mill 
or, you know, like a Planned Parenthood or whatever, actually helping with family planning. They help with family delaying. But if you go into to a Planned Parenthood and you say, hey, I'm trying to figure out how to plan my family. I want a family. I want to have a family. family. Can you help me figure out how to make a plan for this? You're not going to get much help. They're going to say, oh, we do we do abortions here. That's what we do. We don't we don't do family planning. Uh, so the idea that the pro-abortion crowd wants to help with family planning is absurd. But, you know, uh, aside from that, they're, they're talking about, oh, you know, you can have an abortion and then that can help your finances or your education, whatever it may be. There is a reason why we call it child sacrifice. A lot of even Christians who agree with us get mad at us for saying it's child sacrifice and they say we're being to, you know, just like looking for any way to attack this and not being true to reality. But I believe we are being true to reality because abortion, what it's doing is it's saying, you know, hey, I I don't want this child because if I have this child, that means I'm going to have to give up on my job, on my education, on my money. And so, you know what, I'll sacrifice the child so I can have all these things that I want. So they are literally sacrificing their children to obtain something or to appease something. And that is, you know, the the definition of child sacrifice. All right. Section C here. The General Assembly finds that, and then Section C, access to reproductive health care is a matter of statewide concern affecting the health and safety of Coloradans, including those who live outside the Denver metropolitan area and the Front Range, especially those residing in rural areas. So, the health and the safety of Coloradans. Are you kidding me? There has never been a a safe abortion. Not once in history has there been a healthy and safe abortion. When an abortion goes perfectly according to plan, a baby is murdered. When it is botched and it does not go according to plan, the baby still usually dies. But when it goes perfectly according to plan, a baby is murdered. But when it's not and it's botched, assuming the baby lives, still, even to the mother... There is so much physical damage that is caused. Russia, it's a good example of this. In Russia, they are having a problem with mothers, moms who want to have babies. They keep having miscarriages because they have had so many abortions. And I don't want to be graphic, but essentially the mom's physical bodies are being torn up so badly that they can't give birth anymore. And in Russia, that's a nationwide problem that they're trying to solve. And here in America, we have various forms of birth control. But in Russia, D&E abortion is their primary form of birth control, and it destroys women's bodies. So obviously, the main focus is on the baby, and there's never been a safe abortion for the baby. But even still, if you discount the baby, which you shouldn't, even still for the mother... It causes so many health risks and health factors. And so, no, the health and safety of Coloradans, if you want health and safety of Coloradans, you get rid of abortion. 
And then in section F, they make a bandwagon appeal. Despite repeated rejections of attacks on abortion care by the people of Colorado, there have been over 40 legislative attempts to criminalize or outlaw abortion since 2010. Colorado voters have demonstrated that they trust individuals to make their ethical decisions about abortion care based on what is best for the health and their families. And so here these lawmakers are saying, hey, look, the public, we the people want abortion in Colorado. And this is exactly why we the people is ridiculous, because we the people make the wrong choice every time. We the people are lunatics. We the people are in rebellion against God. So Representative Froelich, uh, she, she is the primary sponsor of this bill. They, the people of Germany, supported a mass genocide of Jews. We, the people, the people are not the standard. We, the people, said crucify him, crucify him. So stop looking to the people and start looking to God, the creator of heaven and earth, the Lord of hosts, as the standard. The Lord of hosts, by the way, we're going through Jeremiah in our King of Bible Studies and the Lord of hosts, he is the commander of the army of angels. He is the God of the galaxy, the Lord of hosts. And the Lord of hosts, God loves that title for himself. And I would too, because it's it's a major flex. The Lord of hosts disagrees with you, Representative Froelich. And you should be terrified of that. The Lord of hosts disagrees with you and you disagree with him. And what you should do is you should repent and you should start using him as the standard, not we the people, because we the people are cowards and fools. And the audacity of our nation, right? The audacity of America to say that we the people have the right to set the standard. What a joke. It is Christ Almighty who sets the standard, not we the people. All right, section C of this bill. When individuals decide to have an abortion or use contraception, it is critical that they get care on a timeline that works for their health with the support of providers whom they trust. Politically motivated, medically inappropriate restrictions on healthcare have no place in our statutes or medical offices. So you never see politically motivated attacks on, say, dental care. And if you did, uh, you would ignore it probably because you think it's stupid and insane and not worth thinking about. But with abortion, you see attacks on it and these liberals, you, you get so violently angry about it because you know it's wrong and you hate being called out on your sin. So you get emotional. You would never get emotional if someone were to say it's sinful to get dental care. And why is like if I went to 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 the dentist and there was someone outside saying, oh, rights for teeth or, you know, whatever it is, I think, oh, that guy's weird. And then I would move on with my life. I would not give it two seconds thought because I I know it's fine. But with abortion, you people, you Democrats, you liberals who love abortion, you get so emotional with abortion because you know in your heart of hearts that abortion is murder and you, you know that you are evil and you hate being called out about it. Yeah, anyways, I, I don't want to... 
I don't want to read any more of this bill. It's it's rather vile. Um, I will link to it from today's show summary, and it, you should read it. It's worth going through, and it, it's it's short enough, but uh, it's it's gross. I I'm not gonna read the rest of it on the show. I've already subjected myself to it beforehand. Not again. I I don't want to. I don't want to vomit on the air. So what do we do about this though? What do we do? The liberals they're they're proposing this this evil bill. What do we do? That Christians always ask, "What can I do to help? What do I do? I don't want to just be sitting down, sitting back, not doing anything." So what do you do? What do you do? Well, I mentioned on last week's show that I testified at the state capitol with a lot of other Christians in the state. And my church, Agape Kingdom Fellowship, announced a, a project. Pastor Will Duffy is heading this up. And do you guys remember in Lord of the Rings when Aragorn runs in to see the king? And he says, Gondor calls for aid. And the king replies, and Rohan shall answer. <laughs> well, right now, AKF calls for aid. And ho- hopefully this radio audience will answer Project 100 is the project that Will came up with, Pastor Will Duffy came up with. And if we pull this off, I believe this could be very historic. Typically, with these hearings, you could get maybe 10 or 20 people to show up and testify. And they're usually rather dull. But right now, with Project 100, we're actually looking for people to testify. And you can do this even if you are out of state. Uh, we'll we'll get to the details on that in just a little bit. But actually, you know what? Rather than me explaining this myself, let's hear this directly from Pastor Duffy. All right, all right, let's let's hear this. Second thing I'd like to talk about is this testifying on Wednesday. So it's gonna be hard. I I like strategy. That's something that is just innate in me. And so for those of you that remember back in the collaborators project days, as soon as I understood kind of what was going on, I would come up with these strategies. And so one of the strategies I came up with back then is there was a construction company called Whites. They were building a brand new state-of-the-art, you know, abortion facility for Planned Parenthood. And we were trying to convince them to change their mind, and we did everything we could think of. We even just showed up and asked to meet with the CEO, and we met with the CEO. And, of course, we were just laughed away. You know, what are these, you know, 20-year-olds telling us what to do? So I started looking at the phone numbers of the Whites employees and I realized that they had a block. And so if you, if you guys don't know what that is, a block of phone numbers is where you buy like 100 phone numbers and they're all one number off from each other. And so once I realized they had a block, I sent that out to everybody that I knew of around the country. I called it PEWS, P-E-W-S, Project Educate White Staff. And for an entire day from the time they opened at 8 a.m. till they closed at 5 p.m., their phones were ringing off the hook, and every time they answered their phone, someone would say, do you realize you're building an abortion facility? And, so, and because we had all of their direct lines, it's not like we had to go through a call center and they would just hang up on us. Their direct desk phones were ringing, and every time they answered, they had to hear about this abortion facility. So I have a new strategy, and we have practically no time to do it, but I'm going to call this one Project 100. And Project 100 is we need 100 people to sign up to testify on Wednesday. That's it. 100 people. And again, all we're asking for is three minutes. That's it. Three minutes to talk about 
why you're against this bill. And by the way, this bill is pure evil. Okay, I read it. It's two paragraphs long or so. It's pure evil. And it says that every individual has a fundamental right to abortion. Let that sink in. And what frustrates me is we can't get people on our side to just simply put forth a bill that says there's a fundamental right to life, right? It's all regulations. It's all exceptions. You try to, you try to say the opposite of what they're saying, and then everybody opposes it. This is what they're doing. And so we need to be vocal there. We, they, they need to hear that the majority is not on their side. And so this strategy came from the fact that I was just there. I just did this. And now it was the first time I had ever done it in my life. And it was crazy. It, it went till all hours in the morning. So I, I believed when I signed up that I'd be speaking at 4.30 p.m. I spoke at 3.30 a.m. because I was in a different time zone. And I think maybe it was my wife or somebody that just asked, like, you know, why did you do that? Or, or why didn't you just, like, go to bed? And I just said what came to me, and it was like, I felt like this was the least I could do for the babies. That's it. Like, what, what's, I, I, can't I give up one night of sleep if they're losing their lives? It's just, logically, that's just what I felt. And so those three minutes are very important. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make an offer right now. And the offer is this. If you will sign up to testify, and you can either go there in person, or you can do it on Zoom. There's no you can do whatever you want, whatever you're most comfortable with. If you are willing to do that, I will help you write what you could say in those three minutes. And if you don't even want me to help you, you just want me to do it for you, I will do it for you. So that's my offer. My goal is we need to get 100 people to sign up to testify because they're going to have probably six. And I think it's going to be good to see the overwhelming support for the babies and I think it's going to be great for them to get to hear the, our message, to get to hear our truth. I didn't realize this, and I'm just now starting to realize it. This is a way for you to be heard to where they really can't do anything about it. They just have to sit there and listen to you, which is why it's limited to three minutes. And so I found this guy, by chance, he goes around the country to these meetings because they can't stop you, and he lets his message be heard. And so... We're going to play a clip to show you that this is not a scary thing. You don't have to be worried that you're going to testify for three minutes. It's not scary at all. If this guy can do it, and you'll see what he does, anybody can do it. Whew, let me catch my breath. Sorry, guys. Okay. My name's Alex Stein. I'm here today because we got to vaccinate our children. You know, we really don't have enough vaccines. Like, they're not mandatory, and that's the problem. we got to mandate these vaccines. So... I've figured a way where I think we can make it, I don't know, like, I guess more hip and uh, cool for, uh, my phone's not working, I'm trying to get, I wanna, what I want to say is we got to vaccinate our kids, we have to vaccinate them fast and early, but of course my phone's not playing, but I had a song that I wanted to do, and of course, it never works when, when you're trying to make it work, but I guess we'll just have to, we'll just have to freestyle it, but... Will the real Dr. Fauci please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Vaccinate your mom. Vaccinate your dad. Vaccinate the happy. Vaccinate the sad. Vaccinate your babies. Vaccinate them even if they got rabies. Vaccinate my life. Vaccinate my wife. Vaccinate your DNA. Vaccine created by the CIA. Vaccinate your body. Vaccinate me at the party. Vaccination freak.
Vaccination freaking leak. I want the vaccine in my life. I want the vaccine for my wife. I want to. Oh my goodness. So there's a perfect example where you get to say whatever you want and they just have to sit there and take it, okay? This is a powerful opportunity. This Wednesday, three minutes. Please take me up on my offer. All right? Great. All right, so you have the opportunity to join us. And like Will said with the last one, we stayed up super late to testify. That probably isn't going to happen. When we testified in the wee hours of the morning, there were probably four separate bills that were heard that day, and ours was last. And tomorrow, the the hearing only has one bill scheduled so far, probably right around 1.30 or so is when testimonies will begin. And if you'd like to sign up, um, I'm signed up. You can you can join me and sign up, uh, which there's going to be a link on today's show summary. That will be kgov.com, K-G-O-V.com. That's kgov.com, K-G-O-V.com. And today is Tuesday, March 8th, 2022 show. Uh, so you can see that it'll be on the homepage for about 24 hours or so. Or if you would like, you can email me for more help. And that is DominicNYAR at gmail.com. D-O-M-I-N-I-C-N-Y-A-R-T at gmail.com. And, you know, e- even if you just sign up, Uh, just from the link which is on today's show page i really ask that you also email uh, me just to let let us know and then then i can pass that on and we're, we're really trying to project 100 get 100 people to testify and the reason why getting a lot of people is so important is that with these testimonies they try and make it the the lawmakers the the committee that you know, a panel of four people testifying will go up at at one time. And the lawmakers, they try and have it be so it it goes, it alternates between opposing and defending the bill uh, testimonies. And when we get 100 people who sign up to testify against this bill, it will in large part drown out the testimonies which are there to support the bill and so that would be really wonderful and you know we want you to sign up to testify by the way you don't like i was saying you don't have to be in colorado to sign up i have a friend from montana who she's she's a nurse and she's signing up so you know if you're in alaska and you have access to zoom you know i i know i've, I've got some friends in alaska uh, Russ, are you out there? Are you out there, Russ, in the cold tundra of Alaska? Can you join us on Zoom? If one person can save America, or, f- or forget America, Colorado, if one person can save Colorado, it's probably Russ. Or maybe you. Maybe you can save Colorado. Or maybe you could even save all of America. Who knows? You know, we are the brightest audience in the country, and it would be a shame. It would be rather rather selfish of us to keep our brightness hidden under a bush. So let's go ahead and let's let the light shine. Let's testify against HB 22-1279. And, you know, guys, I have a vision for this show. I want us to become a weapon in the arsenal of the Lord. And, you know, we might have to take a few years to work up 
to this, but I really want to get this community here at KGov and the Dominic Enyart show to be firing on all cylinders. And this, I think that this will be a good test run to see if the audience here, if we, if we all walk the walk or if we all talk the talk. So this is somewhat last minute. It's, I know it's tomorrow um, and it, it's at 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time. And so, you know, I, I highly, highly encourage you guys to help us out. And th- this will, you know, A, this, we're standing up for these precious little boys and girls who are being murdered in the womb. But B, it'll help build our community here. And I, I, do, I do seek to build up this community because I do think, you know, for years, my father and predecessor, Bob Enyart, said we have the brightest audience in the country. I think that's true. I think... You know, when I talk to you guys in the audience, I, I'm listening to just, you know, random audience members. And I'm like, why aren't you doing this show? You're you are smart enough that you could do the show. So highly, highly encourage you guys to join us with that. That would be such an encouragement. All right. Uh, what else do I have here? Um, oh, I did. I did get a message on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me there at Dominic Anyar, but I'd like to read this. Uh, this is a message from, let's see, this is, for, this is from Chelsea. OM and then blasphemy. Won't you shut up with your stupid show and your stupid abortion, you stupid whore? And first of all, that really hurts my feelings and invalidates my lived experience. So I feel hurt. I'm, I'm also misgendered here. I thought Twitter was a safe space. I guess, I guess not. Um... Oh, well, secondly, I'm not actually a whore. I'm quite chaste. Highly re- recommend chastity. It's, it's pretty great. Thirdly, no, I won't shut up about abortion. And if you want me to shut up about something, your best action, your best bet would probably be to hope that I forget about it. Um, but if you tell me to shut up, that's when my pettiness kicks in. And, you know, as you just heard, I will do an entire show about it. So, Chelsea, I, I dedicate this show to you. And uh, with much love, sincerely, Dominic.